when i was seven friends suggested me to go to a boot camp web development game development got to know like how to build a uh, build a game and like a very simple app recap got involved in coding super early did the boot camp jump from scratch to c which is extremely impressive somehow they got to know my age and they banned me from the website and kept all the money uh started my new like started a company i got rejected by multiple vcs because is this guy like really 13 is this legit like within a week i raised a million dollars in seed round like during crypto bahamas just because like uh, people realized that i was real extremely excited to have gosh today on with me on the podcast today uh he is a legend in the crypto space and being uh very young and extremely connected extremely plugged in and have been working at prominent companies uh so extremely excited to have you here and excited to chat thanks so good thanks for having me perfect uh well i i think a great place to start would just could you give the audience maybe a little bit of background context on yourself i think uh learning how you even got involved in tech before crypto uh is fascinating because are you're still in high school correct yep amazing awesome. amazing so yeah maybe touching upon uh like how you got interested in tech how you got involved into tech and then afterwards uh jump into like how you kind of fell down the crypto rabbit hole sure thing uh cool uh so should i tell the long story or the short story uh Uh, whatever you prefer we we have time so whatever awesome. you want uh cool so when i was 7 i uh, like one of my uh dad's friends suggested me to go to a boot camp uh which was uh, so like my state uh is like it's a small state in india and like it had it wasn't really growing into tech uh, back then like it was it was like normal uh like i uh like there wasn't any technical advancements happening like back then uh and during that time uh a company was uh building uh building web development pro- like web products uh out of goa and uh they had the idea to uh bring young generation into into tech and which was uh, which came out as Keith, uh, G E I T, uh, Goa Empowerment for Information Technology. Uh, it was led by two people, uh, and it was, uh, it was a two-week bootcamp. Uh, I got to know about like different things, like uh, like a lot of things in IT. So they, uh, they showed me a plate of like what all things are happening back then. So. there was rob uh, robotics uh uh like a lot of things happened and ship development so like i got to know about these things uh from there like a brief of things and they were also doing workshops uh during the boot camp which was which was scratch so uh, scratch is a drag and drop program a drag and drop programming language built by mit yes uh, so i got uh, i got started with that so with scratch then slowly i went into learning new things like uh i think like i started with a c for that um and c was very 
uh, at the beginning it was uh, it was very hard to catch up. C's uh, hard. Yeah, C's hard. Uh, but big, after that, big was, difference from scratch. Agreed. Agreed. That that was a big jump. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so after C, everything was <clears throat> everything was very simple. So I started to like learn new. Uh, programming languages so i went from c to c plus plus then java advanced java i did i did certification in like all all these four languages uh all the four languages yes and um uh yeah and and my java certification was from oracle so like that was uh like i was very happy after getting that uh cool uh during this i was also learning robotics game development i was driving like like i was getting into these things and look and looking into like how they work and like uh like why is it interesting and like getting deep into those things uh so i changed my industries a lot of times uh from normal software engineering to web development uh to just robotics uh and like in between also photography yeah uh, and what am i missing and i also tried ethical hacking but then i was banned from it uh, <laughs> because i uh, uh uh i i don't want to mention that incident but it was very funny uh yeah this all happened and then finally in uh in 2020 pandemic hit and i had like this like i had a lot of time like there was like nobody knew how long this was going to go uh but i had a lot of time uh, oh yeah and i i also did data science so data science was the last thing i did before crypto and after getting into and in september i found out shit i'm missing part, uh missing the road map uh sorry uh, so before uh data science i also uh was doing videos so when yeah. pandemic started, i uh, i started i restarted my uh youtube channel and started creating like python videos then uh what, and what like, spurred that i mean because i i was looking back through some of your old videos on youtube and i mean it's amazing that you were able to one i mean you learned all these kind of technical concepts and then two uh were able to teach others i i think that's awesome thanks uh yeah so i i had like always this thing where, like so my uh, my whole uh uh like my my dad was a teacher uh, during like the beginning of his uh his career uh like for a very brief period uh then my uh my grandfather was uh like doing tuitions uh, like back in his time when uh like there wasn't like really great education in india basically the british uh like the time when uh, india wasn't for, like free uh yeah so there's like this whole tree uh so by like i maybe inherited that skill of like teaching from my uh, from my parents and their parents uh after that uh uh so like during uh, like i started like these videos in middle i also uh did videos for uh for stu- uh, students uh, in vernacular languages like in goa and maharashtra mm-hmm. 
So like uh, students did have uh, like uh, some sh- uh, schools weren't even taking classes. So I thought and like some were taking classes, but students were forgetting like most of the things after that. Uh, so those uh, that thing was uh, like the whole idea was uh, very very fun. Terms of that. And like so during- ultimately, I mean, kind of recapping some of this, you I mean tried a bunch of different things, got involved in uh, coding super early, did the boot camp, uh, <laughs> jumped from scratch to C, which is extremely <laughs> impressive, probably <laughs> big difference. And then uh, we're after trying different things, ultimately kind of wanted to help others learn these different languages, started making YouTube videos. How ultimately did you like, capitalize on all your learnings and start to get involved in like the blockchain and crypto industry. Oh, definitely. Oh, uh, yep. Um, yes. After this, uh, I, in September, 2020, I got to know about, uh, Bitcoin and blockchain. So before that I knew about Bitcoin, like back in 2017, uh, sorry, 2018, uh, when it was going boom, like one of my, uh, like, one of the person I, person I knew, a person I knew, told me that like Bitcoin's a scam. Like it's, and like uh, then I looked up what is Bitcoin, and then uh, I saw like the like price of one Bitcoin is eighteen lakh rupees. Eighteen lakh rupees is about twenty thousand, uh, eighteen thousand uh, dollars. So and like my uh, my mentality was like in stock markets, like there is, you have to buy like a whole stock. You can buy a fractional, uh, yeah, you can buy in fractions. Uh, so I didn't look, uh, look into Bitcoin back then. Uh, so after I, uh, attended, attended this webinar, I got to know that you can buy fractions and I got about like $10 of, uh, free Bitcoin for answering the quiz. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Later, I got I started digging deeper into Bitcoin and like blockchains, and I got uh, I stumbled upon uh, Ethereum, and Ethereum just fascinated me because you could enter the financial space without uh, like the age restriction, which usually you uh, like uh, you would have. Uh, so, uh, like before that, I wanted to like get into financial space and like do financial apps, uh, financial apps. Uh, but I couldn't because of the age restriction, and yeah, there are there are also other restrictions which uh, which come into play. Uh, so I I found it really fascinating. I can get a bank account equivalent, also work. Uh, sorry, uh, get a bank account equivalent, and also uh, also get into the financial space and learn about it. Um, after uh, so so after getting into after after getting into crypto, I did. Uh, I stumbled upon Ethereum and then, uh, did you build any Ethereum smart contract, uh, dApps? Oh yeah. yeah. I I started, uh, learning smart contracts after that. And I built a couple of them. So the first program I did did was voting and I thought it was like a really good idea. So I was thinking, Hey, let's, let's expand it. Let's, uh, uh, let's like get tabs and like literally try a ballot. Uh, try to do a ballot, but that was, uh, yeah, that was just my child mentality. I, I want to do something. Uh, so after that, uh, in, oh yeah, after that I did freelancing to like get exposure of how, 
everything works here. Uh, and I did it via this platform called Fiverr. And mm-hmm. somehow they got to know my age and they banned me from the website and kept all the money uh, they owed oh. me. Uh, then I started doing like crypto YouTube videos and like uh, I I should mention the description at the end of the video that hey I'm doing uh, crypto freelance uh, like email me if you want to uh, if you want to get a project done so I did that for three months and uh, later I thought like let's just try building an experiment project like see how it goes uh, like in web 2 you, uh, you used to create like a lot of projects and uh, like I just wanted to do something similar, so I built like a yield farm, which was which turned out to be uh, which turned out to be like multiple different things. Like, uh, like I called it like one stop DeFi NFT platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Gut Finance, uh, and it had like it had yield farm at the beginning, then NFT marketplace, like NFT farming. Uh, like NFT farming was the first thing. Uh, like first ever thing like someone had done uh and finally a yield aggregator oh, sorry a and yield. then uh, so you you created like these smart contract platforms kind of got your feet wet in the space and then how did you ultimately get approached uh or like get into i believe solana you did it your like first internship and then yeah, kind of catapulted it from there can you talk about that yeah sure thing um, so after doing uh, this experiment project, I uh, I started looking into different pro- uh, different blockchains. And in in November twenty twenty one, during Breakpoint, I looked into it. Uh, like even before that, I, I I looked into it during the Ignition Hackathon, which was I think the second or third one Solana did. And during that, like the the developer tooling was like really bad. Anchor didn't exist, or Anchor did exist, but very few people had like articles written about it or like how to use it. Uh, so after, uh, so in November 2021, I got to know about Solana. I tried writing programs, and I wrote a bunch of programs between uh, November and Feb. So I. Every week I used to write a program and publish it on GitHub. Uh, so, and these were like uh, programs which existed on Ethereum and were like highly used, uh, but not used, uh, but didn't exist on Solana and like nobody was working with it. Uh, so I, I started like writing each program every, uh, like twice a week and publish it on GitHub. And, and yeah. Uh, also, like during the same time, I I started my uh, started my new like started a company uh, or I started a new project and uh, so the previous one, Gush Finance, like I didn't reach uh, raise anything, it was just like a fan launch project for fun. Um, so here I uh, so like for Touch, I uh, so, so my uh, second project Touch, I plant like a yield aggregator where it was it was a gamified yield aggregator where you could you could um so how it worked was like people deposit money mm-hmm. then uh like uh, if there is like a us uh, eth pool for example uh they deposit eth we drive to the best yield source let's think about it as uh like maybe 
uh, Lido. Uh, so we take it on Lido uh, and end of the week, we take that yield and give it to the best. Uh, like So 80% of it was given to people based on the share and like 20% was given to five random people. So it was it was very much like a game fight yield indicator. Um, and this was uh, so I raised like three hundred k for this by from five angel investors in August twenty twenty one. And in that's impressive. Yeah, thanks. Uh, uh, and like this was this was like without uh, uh, so like also like I got rejected in multiple VCs because. Like they didn't, they weren't sure. Oh, does, is this guy like really thirteen? Like, is this legit? Uh, because of that, like, I I just reached three hundred k, and in uh, later that uh, later, uh, sorry, yeah, later that year, I met uh, Karol Karia, the president of Jump, and he introduced me to like he he talked about cross chain and. Like explain me how it how it could be like beneficial uh, for the uh, crypto world and like prevent liquidity fragmentation and all those problems. And then I re uh, uh, I I just like re uh, we uh, we basically like uh, we were, we did like a three hour dinner and like restructured how uh, like restructured how Taksh would be like uh, it was it was. Then like a gamified cross chain like gator, where mm-hmm. like you would deposit uh soul or sorry you would deposit ETH on maybe Ethereum and like we find best yield and like the best yield is on Solana, so we transfer that to Solana and then farm there and like same process uh and I yep uh, then in March. Uh, sorry, when was Crypto Bahamas? Uh, so in <laughs> lots in, of events, lots of uh, lots of crypto events uh, for sure. So you met ultimately. I mean, you rate you started a company after building a couple applications, and then or three hundred thousand dollars, which is not a small sum. And then you got connected with the head of Jump, and from there, where where did that kind of catapult you to? like uh internships and jobs in the industry definitely yep uh so in feb i oh sorry in january i met uh, a friend from uh solana foundation so uh, like i've been like close with him since uh june 2021 so i i met him in person in in january 2022 and he told me like uh uh, like you should do an internship in uh, Solana, and then uh, I messaged Raj. So oh, and and like when I was doing those programs, like uh, Eldoli and Raj, like everyone used to like retweet it, and I built like a whole like reputation empire uh, uh, on Solana via that, and like I I met like literally everyone from Solana like via that, uh, like tweet github thing sorry uh the pub like making those programs uh, like the program thing and like raj and roli and armani uh yeah amazing 
so yeah it's it's amazing the power of twitter i think yeah, I uh, yeah, I if, if you've never used twitter before and then uh kind of get connected with the right people uh kind of say some interesting things it can really kind of catapult you one of the reasons why i love twitter so much and so it's definitely cool to hear how impactful it was for you i mean but i think even prior to that, just like how much work that you put into learning all these things. Uh, and I, I definitely, I mean, no small feat to learn software engineering and programming and definitely being able to do it at your age, being able to communicate that, upload it in YouTube videos. It's not easy. Thanks. Uh, yep. So I, I'm, I, I chatted with Raj and he said like, let's do this internship. So like while building the company, I also did internships. So it was from April to July. Uh, yeah, it was very fun. Uh, and yes. And like this internship was, uh, the second internship I did. So like the first internship was in a multinational ship company where I built chatbots. uh, Again, yeah, I missed this part too. So I, I was also in AI and machine learning when like the previous bull cycle was happening in AI. Uh, so I did a chatbot and like I, I built a chatbot as an intern at the, at the ship building company. And then I was paid like about 500 rupees, which is about $5 or uh, like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I just bought uh yes and like solana's internship was much higher than that so that was a good jump too uh nice and then so can you talk about like anything or like what were your biggest kind of learning lessons that you took from uh working with the solana team uh doing the internship like how did it change your point of view from like a programming perspective sure uh working with the Solana team. Uh, so when you work with a crypto team, it's very, very much like uh, you work in a team rarely. Uh, it's mostly like uh, you work individually and get things done fast. Uh, yes, yeah, so that was that was one of the things I, I realized. So uh, once that was uh, so my internship actually started at the crypto at crypto Bahamas and there like in, uh, like this is a fun story. So, uh, like within a week I raised a million dollars in seed round, like during crypto Bahamas, but just uh-huh. because like, uh, people realized that I was real. Like this 14 year is really 14 year old. Like then I was 14, uh, and then I, I also had the Solana reputation and like the whole reputation on Twitter. Uh, <coughs> yeah. <coughs> and like one of the investors was, uh, were, was FTX. So I was in the Bahamas for two, uh, two weeks in April and May. And there I also f- got to know about like so many things happening. Like, uh, like FT- FTX was truly unique. Like, uh, like the collapse was not great, but uh, like the whole way they managed and did, uh, I'll get back to that, I'll get to that part later. So uh, I uh, I did my internship 50% in 
India, 50% in Bahamas. Uh, so I, oh, shit. Uh, so, I mean, you ultimately, I mean, you, did you, you raised the 300,000, you got the Solana internship, which is amazing. You became super popular on Solana, became a celebrity. You got retweets from Raj, retweets from Tolly, uh, then got, uh, went to Crypto Bahamas, uh, a massive event, uh, even, and you were, got commitments for a million dollars. How, how did, I guess... I mean, all that end up transpiring. Did you continue to work on the application or where did that lead to you to next? Yep. So I, I started building, uh, building actually, like, so I, before raising, uh, before raising the $1 million round, we did uh, Avalanche beta. So back then we used Avalanche because it had the best yield back then. And Yes, we, we closed that later. And uh, what should I say? Uh, after that, that led me to like uh, FTX. Uh, so like FTX actually invited me to the Crypto Bahamas. And like in the two weeks, I became really good friends with them. And they invited me invited me for three months to stay in the Bahamas. Actually, they invited me for an indefinite period. Uh, but I chose three months. Uh, and I stayed there from June to September. I met a lot of people and it was it was one of the best experiences I had till now. Like I stayed alone uh, for three months, like obviously with, with people. So I, I stayed uh, at FTS housing. And there were people around. And I would be very confident to say that I built one of the best uh, friends there. Uh, I, I, I like a lot of great things happened at FTX for me and in, uh, in July, I started, uh, looking into backpack and, uh, trying our stuff. So like Armani was like right next to me. So this was me, this was Armani and like the backpack team was also there. Yep. Uh, and like Armani gave me the invite to the dev group. And I built the first, okay, not the first because first was built by backpack, but the non-backpack team, uh, XRP was built by me. Uh, and this led me to, uh, like looking into this stuff and, uh, yeah, it was fun. In, yeah, in August, uh, DeFi started to go down. I think it, it happened like even before that, but in August it was seriously down. And I was very skeptical of the company going forward because if there is a two year bear market and like there, there's going to be like, there's a lot of risk uh, towards continuing it. Mm -hmm. So I planned on uh, shutting it down and refunding all the investors. So like all the re investors got refunded and yeah, that was, that was the one of the things I was really happy about. Uh, and then in August, I joined FTX. Uh, so I, I worked at FTX. I learned, I was working with the backpack team. So I was building like a lot of these XNFTs and shipping it, uh, so that people could like there, uh, like there are apps on, uh, XNF, uh, on backpack to use. So it was similarly how FTX did. 
your early journey of just being able to teach yourself uh coding to teaching others on youtube to even trying different uh kind of web3 uh businesses with fiverr but ultimately getting kicked off with your age uh but that kind of propelled you to twitter and getting involved in the different communities uh raising money which is impressive and then ultimately kind of sunsetting that but continuing to kind of further your education what would your like advice i just think from being the age that you are being so young and have been uh so many experiences and gotten to be around um such a fast growing industry at an early age is there any like words of wisdoms or things that you would share with like people kind of your age that would want to get involved in like crypto and blockchain industry definitely i actually have a list of lessons written down i'll just open it and uh lesson number one everything happens for a reason so if something bad has happened uh like think that everything is going to be fine if something good has happened also think everything is going to, uh, going to be fine so uh in case of any like good or bad thing keep on continuing uh it's part of life then my uh, second lesson this is like by uh like this has been going from my uh like great grandfather to my uh, to me uh, so wealth uh, education is pro- uh, is path to prosperity uh so just for context like my uh my great grandfather was farmer and then like my and that at that time it was like literally like very uh, low class uh yeah almost and then my grandfather was a tax officer uh sorry uh, he was a, he was a government officer uh so that was a shift from lower class to uh lower middle class and then like this was like with like the struggles my uh, grandfather did uh so he used to you should grow uh, go from like this one uh one point of the state to the other point which which took like about a lot of time uh then like my father like posted from like lower middle class to like upper middle class so and like just like pushing this forward uh so this was just an example uh all other thing is i'm just scrolling down uh uh never let your ego take over your mind uh it's a good one it is it is gonna kill everything you ever built uh and i think like one of the biggest examples was ftr like sam and Uh, there are there are actually multiple examples of you yeah. uh, uh, always like uh always be the average 
uh, in the smartest group. So uh, this is actually like one of the advice I would really focus someone on. So in case you are the best in a group, you aren't the best fit uh, in the group. So there should be like smarter people in the group, uh, like uh, like more smarter people in the group uh, so that you can learn from them. Uh, so this, uh, this happened like with like multiple things I, uh, like previously I was in. So, and recently like the biggest jump I did in terms of knowledge was at FTX. So like everyone was like giga brain. Sorry. Uh, so everyone was a giga brain and it was like great, like learn from all of them. Uh, then never settle. Uh, there is no peak. Uh, you have to keep on continuing. And uh, these are a lot of uh, wise things to learn so young. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so maybe like shifting a little bit. You, I mean, obviously now you have a podcast as well. You're talking with uh, the top investors, top builders in the space. Um, how has that kind of transition for you, uh, even after uh, kind of the software engineering side, how has that transition been to like the podcasting game? And what have you really learned from speaking with some of those podcast guests as well? Yep. Uh, just for the context of listeners, I, I host a podcast called The Gut Show. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, sorry. Uh, so the reason I started this podcast was to uh, to first uh, expand my knowledge and open source the knowledge they have to others. Uh, and like talking to them has uh, like opened up a lot of things in my mind. So uh, like some of the com like most of the questions I ask them is about their personal life and like how and the career, like not what they are working on currently. Uh, so like mostly like what they did in the past and like what they've learned from it. And there are some of some like really common questions I ask is like the college life, <coughs> sorry, uh, the student life, their life lessons, some alpha productivity tips, etc. Uh, yeah, that's what, uh, yeah, that's all. Interesting. Yeah, it's I I would definitely recommend to people if they're interested in starting to podcast to definitely do it. And you and I had a chat earlier on and uh yeah, it's it's I would highly recommend it to anyone because the people that you get to interact with, uh the knowledge that you learned as you mentioned, it's it truly is different. And so uh it opens up a lot of doors. On that front, you mentioned kind of college and ask them about college. I mean, still being in high school, uh, what are your plans? Do you, are you, I guess, are, are you going to try to continue to pursue education? Are you just going to go straight into the workforce? Or, oh, I, I mean, maybe these are some external questions, but how, how are you thinking about what you are doing, going to do just because you're so young and uh, the world is kind of your oyster? Definitely. Uh, uh, I'm surely going to join... Uh, I'm hundred percent going to join college. Uh, don't know which one. Uh, I'm sure uh, that will make your parents happy. Uh, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, uh, they're, they're also happy with, uh, all of the things happening right now. Uh, 
but college is necessary for like some part of the world because uh so like in case you want to get like a visa like you need a deed a degree and a lot of things uh, there, there's like the boring answer uh the more interesting answer is uh like uh learning the fundamentals is also good and like some of the great things have started from like uh, like some of the great things have been built out of college so uh like most of the founders and maybe sf have like that their startups started in uh their dorm room and uh i don't mean like i'll i'll start one but uh it is uh like it is a place where you can get good alpha um yeah awesome yeah now i my college experience i i started out swimming i got recruited for swimming and then kind of transitioned when i learned i was not going to be michael phelps and i <laughs> was not going to make a bunch of money in swimming to um engineering kind of full-time and it was definitely a unique experience i'm sure you're gonna have uh lots of fun but uh on the college like stuff like or, i guess like going to definitely pr- pursue like engineering uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Wonderful. And then I guess you're going to try to stay into web three as well. Ah, uh, that's, that's unsure. Uh, but maybe. Okay. Okay. If you didn't go into web three, would there be, uh, another, uh, field of engineering that you're, that interests you? Oh, uh, some of the field. Yeah. That's an interesting question. Uh, Uh, good question. Like most of the other fields have been like overpopulated, so I can't think of one where there is like less population and which is good. Uh, AI is very uh, overpopulated, for sure. Not gonna say that. Uh, but AI is definitely interesting. So, uh, yeah. which part is there anything happening in uh the other part of the world uh uh AI, ai is different interesting for sure i i think one of the reasons though why i at least prefer crypto is because it doesn't you know, anybody like yourself or uh can kind of have access to build like cool interesting dApps but in AI, like you really have to have a lot of money to train uh, machine learning models, which is kind of crazy. Uh, so the barrier to entry is definitely a little bit higher, but it is a fascinating field. Agreed. And then I guess, I mean, besides like Web3 and crypto, uh, teaching people, raising money, all the things that you've been doing, are there any like things that you uh do or any sports that you play kind of on like the day-to-day or are you kind of pretty strictly focused on like <laughs> working uh yeah i i do play sports it's been a while i played sports actually uh i uh so i started playing paddle it is uh in simple words it's tennis for rich people uh <laughs> uh, so I started that. I started playing that in the Bahamas, and 
yeah, I, I love to play that. And there's also foosball. It's like an indoor game, so not, not an outdoor game. Before, before all that, uh, I was into basketball, but not really deep. It's just like there's a physical education period and you have to play something. Interesting, interesting. And what was that one that you learned in the Bahamas? Oh, it was called Paddle. Madden? Uh, paddle, Paddle. P-A-D-E-L. Uh, yep. Okay, interesting. That's funny. It's, it's, it's very similar to squash. Actually, I'm holding that right now. I'm playing tomorrow. Or... Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to check it out. Uh, here in Miami, I, I haven't seen any courts. Uh, paddle ball. No, it's actually been... similar to uh, tennis courts. Okay, interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check out the game, see if I can learn. But yeah, I, I think, I mean, you have obviously a fina- fascinating story uh, and just being able to learn these kind of technical concepts, being able to share them, uh, being able to kind of catabolize um, on uh, kind of early support from others, which is amazing. Um no, it's it's a fascinating story. Uh, just being able to raise from the venture capital side—that's uh, hard alone. Uh, but getting to work at some of these companies uh, on the internship side—it's it's very unique. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah. I mean, maybe kind of closing thoughts or or is there anything that you would recommend to others or advice that you would give? I know you kind of gave your words of wisdom and life advice, but any, any particular things that you would tell uh, people your age on like getting involved in web three or crypto or taking a chance on yourself? Uh, Any, any words of wisdom that you give to uh, yeah. Classmates. Mm. Uh, I would actually say the same what I said uh, before. Uh, that's actually the, the advice I would give to everyone. Like those were the advice I would give to everyone. If if someone is interested in getting into uh, engineering, like that advice I can also give it. But I, I'm not sure if this still works. Uh get into uh, like learn crypto get in a DAO and and just start uh, like sorry uh, learn uh, learn learn like something very tough maybe maybe see or rushed then uh, then start testing your skills by writing a lot of programs like select a blockchain write a program and go to DAO, go to a DAO and ask them if you could contribute in any way. And I'm pretty sure like most of them is, are going to say yes. And similarly, uh, similarly how you do it in, in, in Web2 where, where you have to do like a couple of like free internships at the beginning, do that. Uh, like, uh, very, uh, it's very similar to that. And once you got the experience, like, and, and first of all, start a Twitter account, start Twittering, uh, uh, and yeah, you never know what happens. Like, uh, f- three years back, I had only 
105 followers and now I, growth. Uh, yeah now i have 35200 followers uh yeah so the uh and also yeah i think that that's all uh perfect well and read the wall uh, and read the wall's book on uh almanac of naval almanac of uh naval we can't read his it's a good one quick. for sure now well i again thank you so much for coming on the podcast i i always love talking with people that have unique stories and yours is probably the most unique uh mm-hmm. and i would say it's i mean i'm jealous that uh <laughs> you're way ahead of me when i was your age um and so continue to do amazing things in the space uh continue to kind of push yourself and push the space forward. Uh, appreciate what you contribute to the space. Appreciate all the podcasts that you host personally. Um, but yeah, keep inspiring people uh, and looking forward to see what you uh, continue to do in the coming years. Thanks, Logan. Uh, yeah, it was great chatting with you. Appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you.